This is 97.5, and you're listening to Smooth Jazz. Right, we ready where you are, Kima. But we're hitting with that Keep Sweat Hotel. <laughs> so welcome back to another episode of Rambling 101. I'm your host, Steve Tranzo. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the topic, life at ASU. Your college experience is what you make it. You can be broke or have many hustles, but the memories will last forever. I have student leaders Josh Smith and Trey here to share their experience at ASU. Side note. I met Smith and Trey at an event, and they sat and roasted their advisor the entire time. <laughs> so I do not know how this podcast is going to go at this moment, but we're here to have a good time, and I want you all to see all sides of ASU because these are some good guys. All I'm right, fellas, could time. you all introduce yourself, give us a little background information on how you, um, your journey to ASU, where you're from, and why you chose ASU, and your experience so far. See, I was going to come on here professional until you got to talk about Rustin, so I guess I got to just <laughs> nah. be real and authentic. But me, I'm Trey. I'm 22, and I'm a sophomore, quote-unquote. But I transferred from another HBCU in Jacksonville, Florida, and I feel like after, well, I could say in high school, I wasn't really trying to go to college. That wasn't my route. Like, my parents weren't really, so I ain't really, like, apply to no colleges. But after doing my year off and then COVID hit, I thought I might just step outside my comfort zone and do something. So then after doing, like, my first two years at an HBCU, I kind of found my love for school again. So I kind of feel like I wanted to go to a bigger HBCU, and I fell into the lap of ASU. So, like, coming here, it was very different because, like, my first semester, I didn't really know nobody. I was just, like, if you, I was just a shell of myself now. Like, I was very quiet to myself, very timid in conversations, kind of shy, like, just very just introverted, I might add. But then I want to say, like, the second half of the semester when I moved on campus, like, it was a, it was struggle because I ain't had no housing, man. I was living in a little, little motel at the street, but we were, we were walking, though. We was here. We are still learning, getting that education. And you feel me? You got to do what you got to do to hit them books. But when I got on when I got on camp, well, moved into the scene. If you know, you know. But moved into the scene. <laughs> <and> Jay, <laughs> I moved into the scene, and I finally, like, got out of my shell and made me some friends, you know, Smith. Some other people, you know, Trey, Jordan, Ken, just, I made some friends and it just really helped me to, I want to say maximize my potential, but really helped me unlock more ceilings that I thought I wasn't going to be able to reach. That's real. But I just sassy. made that up. No, just playing. <laughs> real sassy. Don't listen to that, man. He just gave y'all a whole bunch of nonsense. Honestly, uh, oh, no. Nah. Hey, how y'all doing, cousins? I'm Smith. Um, I did not apply to go here at all, like. I hadn't didn't done any research on any colleges, nothing like that. Like, I was just at home, just trying to make money. On. Yeah, like, ASU do better on who y'all accept then. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, y'all gotta do better. <laughs> yeah, y'all. I wouldn't say do better, just be mindful. Be mindful. <laughs> he ain't even apply. Like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you what happened. So, I was sitting at the house, just like trying to make fast money. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, being a good role model to my little brothers. And uh, some people that society would lay, label game bangers came to my career one day and it was like, uh, it was like, bro, you're going to college. And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't know how they got my information, but like, it was like a month or two later, they beating on my door at like nine in the morning. KB, we got accepted. I was like, who? Got accepted where? Who is we? Where y'all going? They was like, no, not we, we. You, we. 
What you talking about? I didn't apply nowhere. It was like, oh, we applied for you. You going to Albany State? It was like, no, I'm not. But where I'm from, a hundred percent of my people did not go to college. Like the entire neighborhood, nobody went to college. I would be the first person to go to college, and they saw it as like motivation for all the other young kids out there. So they was like, I had the best chance of making some the the honest way. So they sent me here and like I got here. I'm not gonna lie, Albany, people say they school is a family, but Albany State is really a family. Like we laugh together, we grieve together, anything we're going through, we all go like everybody on campus feel it together. Like and I love being here. It's just it's home for real. Yeah. So, how do you feel about them actually, you know, taking this, their own initiative to bring you into school? Because without them, you wouldn't be here. Really, I, I honestly see that every day. Like, every time I'm thinking, like, bro, this college is not getting too much. Like, I really just want to go home. Like, because I'm not going to lie, we got some insensitive professors. Like, you could be going through the worst of times, and they'll be like, well, if you can't prove it, then I don't believe it. Like, my daughter passed, and they was like, uh, if you don't send us a picture of the obituary, you still got to come and take this test. Cause I couldn't get out of bed. But I still think about people back home, like them guys that was just like, they had all their faith in me. Like, they put all their chips in here. Like, when it was time for me to come down here, they bought a lot of my supplies, like, them boys like really invested in me. And like, I felt like every time I feel like I'm about to just say forget school and just go on about my business, it'd it be like, can you really let down people that like, that saw so much in you? Like, people that saw greatness in you, like, are you really gonna be able to go home and tell them, like, I don't see what y'all see? If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but also, I'm gonna touch on something that you said, like, insensitive professors. Yeah. Uh, speaking from one, I wouldn't say that we're insensitive. However, we we all have been to college and we've been teaching a long time, so we hear a lot of different stories. So we just need you to prove it, so we can give you an official excuse, so you can make up the work that you miss. And I do understand that sometimes are harder than others for some. However, we still need that solid proof. No, because <laughs> just the problem is no. the problem comes in like y'all like expect us to have all this stuff like during the tragedy like Correct. when you're going through something like that like you're not thinking about no obituary you're not thinking and about nothing like that you're thinking about like them nights where you got to go to your room by yourself and you're not with your friends that got you smiling all day like i could be around trey we laughing all day but the real battle come when i'm in that room by myself correct That's and i'm battling right. my own personal stuff so i'm not i'm not thinking about no proof i'm thinking about how am i going to wake up tomorrow how am i going to keep myself from doing something I'm going to cause my family hurt or Correct. something like that. I do understand that we have the resources on campus that will help you through those trying times. You know, we have the Office of Student Support and the Office of Counseling and Accessibility Services that will help you out during those hard times. So moving the conversation forward, <laughs> what organizations are you all a part of on campus? Well, my name is Joshua Smith. Um, I'm the president of Mel's Mentor. Mm -hmm. Organization as well as I'm a part of Active Minds as well as I'm part of Fresh Life. You know, so I'm a part of you. I'm real active on camp. I feel like 
you know, not to try to. Who talking? Oh, this is Trey speaking. You know, you can tell by the realness. But I feel like not to try to boo boo on nobody's plane or nothing. I was in males, but I had to outgrow that. I'm now a member in Active Minds in a psychology club. You know, I had to outgrow or you got kicked out. Oh, what? Oh, my bad. I feel like. My bad. I ain't gonna lie, that's crazy. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> First of all, honestly, since we gonna tell it, we might as well just tell it up. No, I'm just playing. But I just feel like I'm in active minds and I'm in psychology. Just this semester alone, I'm just trying to be more serious about my mental health and the mental health of people around me just because growing up in my household, we didn't really, I ain't gonna say we didn't take mental health serious. It's just a lot of trauma from just speaking to my mom. Speaking of my dad, like my dad was emancipated at 16, dropped out of high school, had to do what he had to do. So it's like certain subjects I would want to talk to them about, you know, being the youngest, being in college by myself, like out of state. Nobody like I really know here with me. It's a lot of subjects I want to talk to them about or just a lot of things on my childhood I would want to talk to them about that I don't know how or I know it's just going to trigger them. So like me, I wanted to join orgs and things that could just help being able to communicate and bridge that gap and to be able to just help others with their mental health. Like if they need a shoulder to cry on or just even me alone when I'm in like, like when Brother Smith said, even when I'm in that, that room alone, it just, it just helped. Cause like, I don't know, everybody just cope different. I feel like recently I just been having like very unhealthy, like just coping habits. So I feel like these orgs that I'm in just been trying to just keep me out of my room, keep me busy and just keep my mind moving forward. Anywho, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Smith again. Uh, I'm a part of everything you could think of. Like I'm a part of, I'm a member of P3, Paraprofessional Promoting Progression. Um, I'm a part of, I'm a member of males. Yes, Josh is my president, but we bear with them. Um, you a member of what, sir? <laughs> I'm also a member of ASU Culture Exchange Club, ASU Kings, um, SGA's Crunk Squad, uh, a lot of other works. I'm sorry if I forgot y'all, but it is a lot of y'all. Um, yeah. What? What made y'all get into like a lot of organizations? Okay. Well, he like, behind. Trey just told y'all really why he joined his orgs. But for me, like, like I said, I wasn't like if y'all knew me back home, y'all would think like this man ain't got nothing going for himself. I'm really like I've been in gifted since I was in kindergarten. But like, I guess you could say I was slowly becoming a product of my environment. Mm -hmm. So it was like everything like I saw. The dudes I looked up to doing, I wanted to do it. Like I saw them breaking in houses, I wanted to break in the house. I don't know why, but I just wanted to to fit in. But I had a talk with one of my brothers, and he was like, "I was like, what you want to be when you grow up?" He was like, "I want to be a street nigga, just like I want to be a street dude, just like you." And I was like, "Nah." So when I came here, I promised my brothers if I try here and try to like change around, y'all gotta do something positive. So I was like, I got to seeing these orgs and like, where I'm from, you don't get to see too many men like being men. Like even here, it's a lot of boys still. Like, But join the orgs, they're like, I'm not gonna say teach you how to be a man, but teach you how to be a man, but put you in a room full of men that's on their business. Like if you're around people that's on their business, eventually you either gonna get left behind or you're gonna get on your business. 
Like, so I joined orgs like that. I wanted to join stuff that I felt like challenged me, like that that pushed me, like people that's gonna actually, they ain't scared to be like, Smith, you in the wrong. Like, Smith, you need to tighten up. Smith, that's not how a man would uh, hold himself. Like, and like, orgs like males, mentors, ASU Kings, they they shine a light on on what men supposed to look like. And I love these orgs, honestly. I said these orcs, these orcs, these orcs. But to piggyback off what Smith said, I feel like for me, when I first got here, like my closet, just who I wanted to be, like I just wanted to come here and be some cool dude, some thug or whatever, just on camp, just cool. And so like when I really got on here, I started seeing the orcs and it was like, if I came here to, to be the change and show change, I actually have to change. So like. Mr. Dion Thornton, he can tell you, like, when I first got on camp, Mel's was the first org that I showed interest in. And it was like, the interest in me, he was like, come business casual. And nothing in my closet was business casual. Like, they could tell you, I had one of my roommates take me to Walmart. I was in Walmart for like an hour, just roaming through the shelves, just trying to find something, just business casual, just to wait to the meeting, just so I can, like, look up to par. Just because where I'm from, I, I was trying to fit into the wrong crowd. So coming here, I'm trying to fit in. Everybody got on business casual. They got on ties, bow ties, jackets, all that. And me, I still don't know how to tie no ties. So I'm like, it's just a crowd I really want to be in. But it's just I had to really learn, like, if I really want to show change, really want to be the change. Because once th something else, like Smith said, all my little cousins that's graduating under me, like, I try to talk to them, like, y'all ever thought about going to college, joining a fraternity or sorority? They be like, bro, what's that? Like, what you even talking about? College, bro? But did your dad go to college? But your dad didn't go to high school. How you talking to me about college? So it's just like, I can't try to talk to y'all about something and I ain't even doing it. I'm not following the footsteps. And then it's like, I steady be talking about I'm a man, but I'm not presenting myself like a man. I don't talk like a man. I don't dress like a man. I'm still just dressing like a boy. I'm still dressing like a little dude on the street. And it's it's not that. So these orgs just really helped me mature in a way. And I can say like, each org just helped me unlock a piece of myself. So males just helped me become a better man at the end of the day, just with the way I just enter a room, the way I present myself, that first seven seconds, that impression that I can leave on somebody, just, it all helped with that. I just want y'all to know, Trey currently has on camo pants <laughs> with his entire knee and half his thigh out, and the other leg is showing his shin meat. <laughs> We got to work. <laughs> and I'm a, and I'm this man got you. his thighs out in the interview, but we worried about my Nito. I got he on got, shorts. He it's, got it's on the summer. He got thigh meat showing. And fall, it's autumn outside. You personally ripped those. Like, I bought them like this. Oh, yeah. No, you fell off the skateboard. <laughs> you wet and, and they started just tearing. You jumped Listen, over a fence. You ain't even got no drawers on. You yeah. wearing compression pants <laughs> with drawers. <laughs> Stop it. You got on compression pants. So listeners. This is the reason why I invited them on the uh, podcast because I want you all to see college life from a different perspective. They come from different walks of life. They come from different backgrounds. Uh, they're first-gen college students, but they always show up 100% themselves. Whenever you see them, they're 100% themselves, but they stand on business. So they involved on campus. They go to class. They take care of business academically, <laughs> but you will be roasted at any point. Hello. Just know they stand on beef. Bro, I feel bad. I changed twice for this right. interview. This is how you feel about my feet. <laughs> so how do y'all balance academics and um, 
the other aspects of your life. So being involved, working, social life, all the above. Well, I'm sorry. Well, you got to first know priority. Priority first. So if you're in college, you need to know that college come first. Not saying you just need to shun out your personal life and everything you want to do, but you have to understand where you at and what's the reason you're there for. Figure out your why. And, you know, for me personally, I have to balance my personal life in college. So I make sure I go all my classes and be on top of my work. And with me, the way I have to do it, I have to sometimes do my work in advance just so I can give myself some grace period and free time just to be myself, just to chill, just to relax. Because sometimes it will get overwhelming, especially being active on camp, it will get overwhelming. So sometimes you just need to find that balance that works for you and best for you because everybody don't have the same balance. You know, I'm able to do my work in the week, week events and chill while Smitty, you know, you do your work day in, day in, day in, day in, time to chill day in, day in, day in, you know, so everybody balance way different. I don't do that. I actually do it a week in advance too, but <laughs> um, not to uh, piggyback, to caveat. Oh, big words. Well, you piggybacking. Um, so I feel like a big thing you have to do to like balance is know yourself. Like nobody else is going to be like, I can't tell you what to do. If I don't know what you're missing out, like I don't know what what your what area you're lacking in, the only person that's gonna know that is you. You know, like if you know, it takes you two hours to get. I don't care how long. If it takes you two hours to get dressed every morning, and you're trying to get up thirty minutes before class, be realistic with yourself. Like you have to like sit there and do some introspection. Like you gotta know how long certain things take you. Because it may take Josh five minutes to get dressed, and it may take me 30. I can't get up when Josh get up. Because Josh know he going to get to it, and I'm going to sit right here and be groggy on the bed, maybe want to scroll on my phone for a little bit. But he getting straight up, brushing his teeth, putting his clothes on. Like, so once you know yourself, then you can start to actually plan out your weeks, actually plan out your events, and have you a calendar with, oh, I have this, this, this on this time. So you making sure you're not double scheduling yourself like and you gotta learn to not overwork yourself like putting yourself in like 20 plus clubs and you trying to be everywhere at once it's only 24 hours in a day like you ain't got that much time you gotta do your class works college student college costs money every day even after you done paid the financial aid after the tuition it costs money parties books you just be in here struggling so you gotta get a job you're gonna have to you're gonna have to Get a job, and then you wanna, you wanna show like your presence on campus. So you wanna join orgs. Now, if you thinking, oh, I'm finna have a job, go to class, and then join ten orgs and be able to be at every single meeting, you're, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. Definitely like, wrong. You gotta, you gotta pace yourself. Like especially your freshman year, do not come in here trying to join everything. Like, take your time. Like, get used to the college environment. Get used to the freedom. Because, yes, we did have freedom at home, but, like, it's not like it is in college. Like, you can do anything in the sky in college, honestly. Like, so get used to that stuff and be planning in advance for mess up. Like, plan just if you know you got to go across town and it be traffic some days, plan for the traffic. Even if you're there early, it's still better than getting caught in that traffic and now you're 30 minutes late. Yeah. So something that I learned from like my two years in college before I transferred to ASU, cause me, I'm very big procrastinator. Like, what if I bite this mic? 
That that was <laughs> Paul. Hey, can we Paul? Honestly, this is Paul, a, Paul, 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 school podcast. Paul, that's not can what we I meant. pause him? I meant the microphone. But can we pause? I meant the microphone. That boy just let his intrusive thoughts win. Listen, y'all. <laughs> This is, don't, this is what you don't like. This prime example of things you don't do in ADHD class. Y'all. Keep your teeth to yourself. Don't be out here biting things. That's very weird. <laughs> like if you want to have friends on campus, don't be don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't seek help. But that's why I'm a psych major, so I can talk to people like that. Uh, we're gonna call it, you know, teeth phobia or whatever that like to put their teeth in things. Kyle, that's but not the me, question, Kyle. Okay, my fault. Back to the topic though. For me, I am a very bad procrastinator. And so the way I try to break my schedule down is I try to break my schedule down with things like I've never been so looked so far in the future because like I just been trying to live one day at a time. So I try to break each of my days down as I get up in the morning. So when I get on brush my teeth, I be like, okay, I got three classes. So after these three classes, I'm going to go eat, go to my room. I'm going to do about two, three hours of work or work for about two, three hours. Then I'm going to take me a break. I'm going to go see with my dog Schmidt. I'm going to go see with Josh on. And I'm going to give myself that break so I can just, you feel me, relax, get my brain a second to just chill, wind down. And then I'm going to try to get back to it. Because I don't usually go to sleep till like 2 o'clock. So I just try to get stuff done in a day. So I, I eventually, me doing my assignment for this class, as I'm on Georgia View, I'm going to see just other stuff to do. And I just get to doing my work. Because when I know like tomorrow, I may not just, I may be in a little funk and I may not do it or I may end up doing it late. So I just try to break my stuff down by days and I just try to like really just divide it so it don't be too much to pile on. So I'll probably do like three assignments on Monday. Then based on when it's due, I'm going to do these two on Tuesday. These not due till next week, do these three on Wednesday. Might not do nothing on Thursday because I'm chilling. And then Friday before I go out, I might go bust out a few more assignments. Saturday. We vibing the whole day. We, we, we ain't touching that. We don't touch computers. But Sunday, when we come back, we lock in. We get straight to it. It's just because I'm very big on procrastinating. I know if I don't eventually make myself do it, it won't get done. And my first two years, boy, it was hectic. My freshman year on camp, it's crazy because, like, my freshman year on campus, I wasn't even going out. Like, I just literally was just, and I stayed off camp, too. I was just staying home. Really, we just staying. We don't home. care about your lonely bike story, man. Well, I'm trying to tell yeah, them that's how the next question, man. My fault, depression, man. I'm just trying to tell them <laughs> how I learned to like stop procrastinating, or how I learned to budget my schedule and my time. My budget order. your schedule. Also, budget. You have to just plan accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You was just giving us the rigmarole. Yeah. Man. All right. So speaking of <laughs> planning accordingly, what resources on campus have you all utilized, or what resources do you think that are beneficial to students to utilize on campus? The calf. <laughs> this man oh just spit out on me. Josh just let so much spit out his mouth. Josh tripping. Super soak him out. I'm gonna say some real jokes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I say. Using other people, using other students that, you know, are there in your corner to help you. Because, you know, a lot of us, we feel like we're doing certain things alone, but it's a lot of people that we come across that been through it. You know, I'm a freshman, and I, I meet a sophomore that went through the same struggles I'm going through as a freshman. I need to talk to that person because they already know the path and direction I'm trying to go in. So just students in general are many resources. Find those resources within each other. Then you can also go to the faculty and staff, you know, adults, you know, people who are really there for you as they portray, but, you know, just the hidden gems, students. 
Yeah. To piggyback oh. off. Nah, bro. Wait. Wait. Just wait. Your, Cause your big body self said calf. You, you don't get a the second chance. Bro, you don't. I don't know I'm big through the podcast. Unless yes, y'all you know do. Person, he's he's 257. First of all, my weight has went down. I've been going to the gym for like the past week and a half. I flipped this whole table <laughs> in one try. I'm strong now. He lost but, the weight and found it again. Don't listen find to him. him. I'm just. He's delusional. <laughs> Anyways, like to piggyback off what Josh said. I feel like. Coming from certain backgrounds, a lot of people don't want to talk to the faculty. So a good friend, I don't like him. You know what? We just gonna go ahead and answer, bro. If you procrastinate, no deal work, bro. Go lock in with the mentors and the tutors. Find you writing labs if you struggle with your papers. You know your MLA, APA, ASAs. If you struggle with your writings, go to the writing labs. They're gonna help you. If you like Smith, can't really read that well. Go to the tutoring. I'm dyslexic. Gonna... I can read. I'm just dyslexic. Let's let's start. Dyslex <laughs> dyslexic. You know. Makes your reading a little troubling, so you kind of can't. But that's dyslexia. not the point. There you go. So you dyslexic. You used to be a something? You overgrown it? What? <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, bro, <laughs> use your labs. Use mentors, tutors. I understand your, your professors are going to act like they don't want to help. Nah, bro, do the assignment. You know, they be having accents, but you know what they saying. Accents but is low-key a strict. They don't be having accents. <laughs> They be having accent, but so just talk to these people that do want to help, the ones that are actually in the library willing to give you the help. Use them, tap their brain, pick their mind, just see what they know, because a lot of the people graduate from college and they still be there to help students like you, people who need it, people who who scared to ask for help. So make sure you be in them labs. Yeah, that's real, I guess. Um, I say the biggest, like, slept on gym is the student center itself, like, it's so many resources in there. Like, we have different zones for different things. Zones being, like, where y'all see them lights on the doors and it's the different color, those, those are zones. And we have uh, the green zone, which can help you with food insecurity. Like, we have a lot of students that come, may, may not have any place to go when they go home. They may not have the money to get groceries. They may not uh, have enough uh, meal swipes to eat in the calf. So the, we have this thing called the buck bank where they will – they will deliver you, not deliver, they will put together you a, a sort of goodie bag. It'll be like, you'll pick whether you want tissue and what kind of food you like and things of that nature. And even on top of that, they give you a gift card to Walmart. So like outside of the, the basic necessities that they have, they will give you a resource to be able to get some personal stuff that you want that they may not offer or that, that you could help somebody else with. So I would say, Coming to the student center, like, yeah, we come there to have fun and just see people. And most of us in there flirting. But if y'all would just be in there and, like, actually go in some of these doors, like, you would see we have an abundance of resources. And the same people that say we don't have never went in any of these zones. Yeah. Because it's, it's there. It, it's in front of our eyes. Yeah. We just have to be willing to take the initiative to not even be embarrassed, but to just go and explore. Yes. And it's not this not high school no more. Everything is not given to you now. Like they're expecting you to be an adult. Like if if you need an extension on an assignment, you can't wait till after the assignment due and be like, oh well, I was I was sick. Like you have to be an adult because that's what we're getting ready to be after this. It's no holding our hands no more. It's no going back to mommy and daddy now. Like. They want you to be able to, like Josh said, take the initiative to want this yourself. Like, yes, we have the resources. 
And yes, we will send these emails out to let y'all know what the resources are, but we're not coming to you like, oh, do you need some food? I'm 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 a I'm gonna write your uh, ticket for the buck bank. Like nobody's coming in there and doing that for you. You have to go out there and want to get this stuff yourself. Like that's it for real. All right. So my last question for y'all: What does Ramley mean to you? Mm. Mm. I guess I could start this off because bro over here grunting. But Ramley to me, that just to me, that's like my student body family, like the family and friends that I made along the campus, just the people who've been with me during this journey, during the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the before the hustle, after the hustle, just people who've been with me, just people who've learned the campus like I learned the campus and everybody. And I say that to say this, because if you really take the time out and really talk to some of the people on this campus, you can find whatever you need. like. You can find people that cook. You can find people that sell clothes, do nails, cut hair, that can design, that can... You want to do YouTube, it's people that can make your intro, that can edit your video. It's people that can make you a flyer. Bro, it's people that can take your photo. Like, okay, so, okay, okay. But no, we're just going to let them know, like, the Ramley Raw. Nah, nah. We're we going to let them know. We're going to toot the horn, bro. Them go to Rams, they, they here, and they got so mm-hmm. much to offer you, like, as That's long true. as you're willing to get this help. And some people, and there's some people here with so much, just so much experience and so much love they want to give you, you know, like, Josh, coming soon, cool kids, be on the lookout for that. And just, just know, like, Ramley just... If you really take your time out to find you some friends, whether y'all just go to the calf or some, y'all just only link up on weekends to go to that party, just find you somebody to link up with and just watch how y'all just grow, just experience it. Because y'all really finna experience the world. Like, ain't no, make sure you go to class. Ain't no, what y'all doing in the hallway. Like, it's really y'all experiencing this together. Y'all, y'all know when y'all gonna go to class or if y'all not gonna go to class, oh, bro, I ain't going to this one. Let's meet here, like. Y'all in this ride together, so that's really your Ramsey. Like, when you here with the Golden Rams, that's your family. Like, ain't no mom, dad, big brother, big sister. Quay, Josh, Sean, Tisha, Titi, that's them. That's that's family now. Oh, yeah, that's real. Um, y'all may not know this, but me and Trey got a similar uh favorite movie, which is Lilo and Stitch. Don't tell nobody that. Got a tattoo um, on <laughs> So uh I feel like Ramley to me is like uh, Ohana. And what Ohana mean, Trey? Ohana mean family. No one is left behind or forgotten. Exactly. And I feel like here, that's exactly how it is. Like, nobody is really left behind. If somebody sees you really in need, like, I feel like at Albany, we have the most supportive, like, willing to go out and get you the help that you need. Like, we got, like, not even the faculty, just the faculty. It's like students, students. Like if they see you going through something, like students will stop. Like, and people try to put this negative connotation on our student body or our student population. But if you experienced a semester with us, you would see those that are truly going through it, and like they open up about them going through it. It's it's so many people that will rally behind supporting them, like. If you want to start a clothing brand, they're going to support you. If you if you know that you've been going through some real tough times, you're sitting in a room and it's certain clubs where we're talking about things like that, and those people will, like, let you know that you're not alone. Like, we've been through the same thing or something similar. So, like, it feels like a connection. Like, from the moment you get on campus, you just be like, 
if you actually go outside your room instead of just being huddled up all day, you will meet like some genuine, like amazing people here. Yeah. I met a couple. None of them in this room, but I met a couple. But to piggyback off what you said, not even just get out your room. Once you got out your room, you got to take that step and just really speak to people. Don't be, bro, looks, don't be judging books by their cover. You really got to get out your shell and really speak to people. Because, bro. God, you mean my, me? I'm a head butcher. No, he gonna, he gonna bite you, but you see them. Smith the type. <laughs> so you just gotta really just speak, bro. Just the only thing I can tell you, bro. Just speaking it to change your life. Like I did not know Smith from a can of paint. We had class together, and one day I just spoke. But you hilarious. Oh, you do that? Oh, I do that too. Let's just hang out one day. And that's if you know. Every time you see Smith, you see me. You see me. You see Smith. And we I don't just, know who Smith is. Smith, but my fault. I was trying to say Smith and Smith. You feel <laughs> me? But the like, accent was coming out. But it just. Just speak, bro. Don't don't be afraid. You never know. You're gonna be some of the coolest people on this camp. Yeah. No matter how they dress, no matter how they look, bro. Don't don't worry about all that, bro. Just speak. I am rather hilarious. He ugly too, though. <laughs> all right. So as we wrap up the show, in two seconds, give the best advice you can give a first year student. Two seconds. A first year student. In two seconds. Um. One of y'all want to give us a demonstration? Man, I got <laughs> Two seconds, man. All I could tell you is really hit them books. My freshman year, I was playing, chasing behind girls, trying to be class clown, and I promise you, behind is not where you want to be. Hit them books. Your freshman year is your most important because everything, that's when the fun happened your second year. You could pledge. You could join all the orgs. That's when everything happens. So just hit them books your first year. That's where everything that matters, man. Them parties are going to forever be there. Yeah. The, the girls, the dudes, going to forever be there. Just hit them books. I promise you, that's going to pay off. All the smart people, all the cute people, they in class learning. Yep. Self-dedication. Um, I really got two. It'll be talk, don't be scared to talk to someone and try to empathize with others. Like, try to put yourself in other people's shoes. Like, we go through a lot by ourselves, like, and we feel like, I told them this in another uh talk we had but we go through a lot by ourselves and we feel like we have to hold that in we have to be strong we have to not shed a tear we can't let them see our head bow but even the strongest of people then then drop their head you just got to pick it back up like talk to somebody because it's pe i promise y'all there's somebody here that's going through something that you went through if not worse like somebody's going to understand you talk to the right people like holding that in Literally, it, it drains you. Like it physically and mentally drains you. And then uh, empathize with people. Like you can't, you can't just live in your own bubble. Like other people have other emotions, other problems going on at home. Like they may not have spoke to you today. That does not mean they hate you or nothing like that. Maybe they're just having a bad day. Like it, it, I feel like we just feel like we the only people that can have bad days. Like you got to understand, everybody's going through something. Like. Whether they show it or not, everybody's going through something. That's real. Yep. All right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Life at ASU. I appreciate you all for uh, joining us, sharing, and giving advice to our Rams. Students, <clears throat> students, college is what you make it. Go to class, get involved, graduate. College days swiftly pass, but while you're here, utilize all your resources. That's a wrap. Until next time, over and out. Peace, Rambling. Peace. Peace.
Looking to start a podcast? Anchor is a free app that helps users create, edit, and publish their podcast free of charge. Yes, it's free. You can also make money with Anchor by collecting listener contributions or adding advertisements into your episodes. So head over and download the Anchor app so that you can start creating content for your people to view.